and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Today, we continue our chronological study of the Gospels and our year with Jesus. For first-time listeners, this podcast studies portions of the Gospels for four days each week, listening to the Word, capturing the context, putting yourself in the narrative, and applying the Word to your life. On day one, we let the Word speak. We try not to bring any preconceived pictures or thoughts into our head and just listen to the Word. And as you listen... Make a mental or paper note about what struck you or stood out to you, what confused you, what wowed you. And most importantly, allow yourself to listen at the foot of your shepherd. To prepare ourselves to listen to God's word, we begin with a short prayer. Heavenly Father, these things are written, that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing we may have life in his name. Amen. When Jesus heard that John was put in prison, and when Jesus found out that the Pharisees had heard he was making and baptizing more disciples than John, though it was not Jesus himself who was baptizing but his disciples, he left Judea and went back again to Galilee. He had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the piece of land Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Then Jesus, being tired from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, she said, You don't even have a bucket, and the well is deep. So where do you get this living water? You are not greater than our father Jacob, are you? He gave us this well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his animals. Jesus answered her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I will give him will never be thirsty ever again. Rather, the water I will give him will become in him a spring of water bubbling up to eternal life. Sir, give me this water, the woman said to him, so I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus told her, Go call your husband and come back here. I have no husband, the woman answered. Jesus said to her, You are right when you say, I have no husband. In fact, you have had five husbands, and the man you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. Sir, the woman replied, I see that you are a prophet. Our Father is worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews insist that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Believe me, woman, a time is coming when you will not worship the Father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. 
You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, because salvation is from the Jews. But a time is coming, and now is here, when the real worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for those are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, the one called Christ. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Jesus said to her, I, the one speaking to you, am he. Just then his disciples returned and were surprised that he was talking to a woman. Yet no one asked, What do you want? Or why are you talking to her? Then the woman left her water jar and went back into town. She said to the people, Come see the man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Christ? They left the town and came to him. Meanwhile, the disciples kept urging him, Rabbi, eat. But Jesus said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. Then the disciples said to each other, Did anyone bring him something to eat? Jesus told them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say four more months and the harvest will be here? Pay attention to what I am telling you. Open your eyes and look at the fields, because they are already ripe for harvest. The reaper is getting paid and is gathering grain for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may rejoice together. Indeed, in this case, the saying is true. One sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap a harvest for which you did no hard work. Others have done the hard work, and you have benefited from their labor. Many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with him, to stay with them. And he stayed there two days. Many more believed because of his message. They told the woman, We no longer believe because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this really is the Savior of the world. After two days, Jesus left for Galilee. Now Jesus himself had testified that a prophet is not honored in his own country. Jesus returned returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. The time is fulfilled, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the gospel. When he came to Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. They had seen all the things he did at the festival in Jerusalem because they also had gone to the festival and news about him spread through all the surrounding area. He was teaching in their synagogues and being honored by everyone. Jesus came again to Cana in Galilee where he had turned the water into wine. In Capernaum, there was a certain royal official whose son was sick. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea into Galilee, he went to him and begged him to come down and heal his son because his son was about to die. Jesus told him, Unless you people see miraculous signs and wonders, you certainly will not believe. The royal official said to him, Lord, come down before my little boy dies. Go, Jesus told him, your son is going to live. 
The man believed this word that Jesus spoke to him and left. Already as he was going down, his servants met him with the news that his boy was going to live. So he asked them what time his son got better. They told him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. Then the father realized that was the exact time when Jesus had told him, Your son is going to live. And he himself and his whole household believed. This was the second miraculous sign Jesus did after he came from Judea into Galilee. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. As was his custom, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. The scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began to tell them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. They all spoke well of him and were impressed by the words of grace that came from his mouth. And they kept saying, Isn't this Joseph's son? He told them, Certainly you will quote this proverb to me. Physician, heal yourself. Do here in your hometown everything we heard you did in Capernaum. And he said, Amen, I tell you. No prophet is accepted in his hometown. But truly I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah when the sky was shut for three years and six months while a great famine came over all the land. Elijah was not sent to any of them but to a widow of Zarephath in Sidon. And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was healed except Naaman the Syrian. All those who were in the synagogue were filled with rage when they heard these things. They got up and drove him out of the town. They led him to the brow of the hill on which their town was built in order to throw him off the cliff. But he passed through the middle of them and went on his way. He left Nazareth and went to live down in Capernaum, a town of Galilee, which is by the sea in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. He did this to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah, land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, along the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people dwelling in darkness have seen a great light, and on those dwelling in the region and the shadow of death a light has dawned. As Jesus was going along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, since they were fishermen. Jesus said to them, Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Going on a little farther, he saw James the son of Zebedee and his brother John. They were in a boat mending the nets. Immediately Jesus called them. They left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants and followed him. Then they went into Capernaum. On the next Sabbath day, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. They were amazed at his teaching, because he was teaching them as one who has authority and not as the experts in the law. Just then there was a man with an unclean spirit in their synagogue. It cried out with a loud voice, Leave us alone. What do we have to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? 
I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked the spirit, saying, Be quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit threw the man into convulsions, and after crying out with a loud voice, it came out of him without harming him. Everyone was so amazed that they began to discuss this with each other. They said, What is this? A new teaching with authority and power. He even commands the unclean spirits, and they obey him and come out. News about him spread quickly to every place in the surrounding area through all the region of Galilee. Jesus got up. They left the synagogue and went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was lying in bed, sick, suffering from a high fever. Without delay, they told Jesus about her. They asked him to help her. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law sick in bed with a fever. He went to her, took her by the hand, and raised her up. He stood over her, rebuked the fever, and it left her. Immediately she got up and began to serve them. That evening, as the sun was setting, they brought to him all who were sick with various diseases. He laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. When the sun had set, the people kept bringing to him all who were sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door. He healed many people. Demons also came out of many people, crying out, You are the Son of God. He rebuked them and did not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Christ. This was to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet. He took up our weaknesses and carried away our diseases. Jesus got up early in the morning while it was still dark and went out. He withdrew to a solitary place and was praying there. Simon and his companions searched for him, and when they found him, they said to him, Everyone is looking for you. The crowds were looking for him. They went up to him and were trying to prevent him from leaving them. He told them, Let's go somewhere else to the neighboring villages so I can preach there too. He told them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to other towns too because that is why I was sent. In fact, that is why I have come. Jesus traveled throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every sickness among the people. News about him spread throughout all Syria. People brought to him all who were ill with various diseases and suffering severe pains, the demon-possessed, those who experienced seizures, and the paralyzed. Then he healed them. Large crowds followed him from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and from beyond the Jordan. One time, while the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats there along the lake shore. The fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Jesus got into one of the boats, which belonged to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. He sat down and began teaching the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered him, Master, we worked hard all through the night and caught nothing. But at your word, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were about to tear apart. They signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled both boats so that, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, because I am a sinful man, Lord. 
For Peter and all those with him were amazed at the number of fish they had caught, and so were James and John, the son of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Have no fear. From now on, you will be catching people. After they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.